Welcome to the Phenomenal Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why and what it takes to build a phenomenal and fulfilling career that stands out. I'm your host, Just Jazz, career success coach and tea lover who believes you can do this work and more with a dose of reality, curiosity, challenge and intention to enable you to show up and go get the growth your career deserves. Welcome to this week's episode of the Phenomenal Career Podcast. Today, I have the amazing Julie Chandler with me, and I can't wait to dive into her story. So I will stop talking and ask her to say hi to you all. Hi. Um, So yes, I am Julie. I am the owner of Soul Focus UK, which is completely designed at letting you tap into the universe's tools. Um, So all things spiritual and woo-woo, but being your complete authentic self, because I do not conform to the woo-woo stereotypes at all. Okay, so I have to start with that. So what are the woo-woo stereotypes? Okay, so within the industry, there is this preconception that you have to um, be very love and light that you have to only sort of sit and conform to the light side a lot of the time that you have to be someone who meditates daily and to connect to spirit you have to do a certain amount of practices and rituals and that it has to be descendant through your family and I'm just a believer that that's all crap because I can do it and I don't do all of that so yeah (laughs) I definitely got some visuals in my mind as you were going through the woo-woo stereotypes because I definitely connected with a few people on Instagram that I like that. And I think that's maybe why initially, you know, when people started to talk about universe, energies, chakras, I was just like, this this just doesn't feel real. Like, I feel like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. In in my real life here. So when Um, I first told a friend of mine that I, you know, when I finally admitted that I do all of this and in his mind, he was like, do you like wear a turban and and have a crystal ball and like wear chiffon and stuff? And I'm just like, no, (laughs) I'm sitting in a hoodie and joggers and I'm still reading the cards. So... (laughs) Oh, there's so many, I think there's so many misconceptions around certain things that it's so important to just have the conversation about it. Because when I realised that you can be, as you described, authentic and be into all of this, and you know, adopt it as part of your practice, your worldview, all of that stuff. I was just like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. (laughs) That makes it a little bit more real, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So how did you, like, what was your journey towards this? You know, how long have you been doing this for? Um, So I was always aware that I could do this kind of thing as a kid. So when I was younger, I did see spirit and feel spirit around me. But I grew up in a household where my dad was an atheist. My mum's Roman Catholic. So it's like you're either making it up or you're a devil child. So, um, I mean, although they are very free and open, um, you know, parents are set in their belief systems so um so it was never really cultivated and it was never really something that I spoke about um and I kind of then continued on life until life forced me into a path where it was like actually you need to be listening to more of this um so I 
through my early 20s was very I knew I was guided I always knew so like I've got a tattoo that means guardian angel and I got that when I was 16 don't tell the law um but I always knew that it was something that I was protected and I just didn't understand it there was no knowledge behind it and at that time everything was really woo woo so if you looked into psychics they were very mystic meg and that was kind of it it was um it was definitely something that I didn't resonate with because I didn't know that I could be who I am and be myself. Um, but through my early twenties, there was obviously a lot of partying, a lot of drinking. And I essentially had sort of a bit of a breakdown when I was about 24. Um, and my whole life completely changed. My group of friends completely changed. It was like the universe just went, no, thank you. No more start mm. to move on this path and slowly but surely more and more practices kind of came in behind the scenes but I was always so scared to tell people like I never mm. so I worked a normal job I would sort of look online at things about tarot but I would never necessarily know who to speak to um, and it wasn't actually until my brother had a, a psychic reading and I was like oh my god this is my in like let me have a reading with the same woman yeah. I had no way of connecting the two of us. She met him in person. She spoke to me on the phone. She didn't have my surname. So she didn't know I was connected to him. We were both living in different cities at the same at the time. And she gave exactly the same information about my granddad that she gave to my brother. Like word for word, pretty much. Wow. And it just completely changed my life. Um, she also identified multiple times where I had seen something in my dreams or spirit in the room and so she was the first person that ever like validated what I was seeing and she's got no way of knowing me at all this was just a simple phone conversation not even zoom this is before zoom was yeah. thought. and from that point for someone to just say actually no what you're seeing feeling hearing is 100% true they're guiding you look for the signs mm. and I think I was probably 25 um, so we're talking that's nearly 12 years ago. And wow, wow. so yeah, everything then was a step-by-step -step process to bring more and more of it into my life. And the further I go down the rabbit hole, the more the universe pushes me into the spotlight to be this person and do all of this. And now I'm finally working with my own business, helping people completely, solely, that is my focus. So yeah. I love that. Solely, soul focus is your Solely, focus. Soul focus. <laughs> yeah, like. Solely, soul. Oh my gosh. Um, I think that's just so powerful. And I think we often take for granted those moments, those snap moments where we have that guttural feel, like it's in your body where you're just like, this is the moment. I will never be the same now. This is like this is a pivotal moment and whether you decide to pivot in that moment or not, you're kind of forever changed in that moment. And I think we take those moments for granted or like you said, we brush them off. That you have a super strong feeling about something and you just brush it off and just be like, no, that's not logical. It doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> they're not taught like that, you know, right. and we're not, we're not shown that it's actually okay to make decisions and lead our lives based on those feelings that we have because we are we are spiritual beings and I think that's one thing that we forget or it's clouded in religion like I identify as Christian I was brought up Christian and 
as I sort of grew into the faith for myself, that's when I started to actually experience the spiritual side of it. So I grew up Pentecostal. So the Holy Spirit, I mean, that's just spoken about all the time. But I can remember moments like averting danger. Mm -hmm. I'm not being able to explain it. Like literally like that car was about to run me over. And like, I'm like 14 this time, right? But I knew what had just happened in that moment, but I couldn't explain it to anybody because it was sound, sound nuts. It would be like, what do you mean the car wasn't there until it was there? And it was, what? Doesn't make sense. But I knew that I was being protected. I knew that I was being guided. Um, and again, it's one of those things that in the Christian faith, we talk about like your steps being ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, that's a similar thing to talking about faith. But it's like it's a, it's about having that spiritual leading. So regardless of whether you believe it's the universe or whether you believe it's God, Jesus Christ, um, any deity, insert belief system. Hundred percent. It's so important to just remember that yes, it's belief, but there's a spiritual, there's a spiritual realm. Yeah. Um, and. It's, yeah, it's just so important. And it just excites me to have conversations with people who work in that space, um, but also have more open conversations, like having conversations with like fellow business owners about leading your business based on intuition. Yeah. It's like the most kick-ass thing that I've heard of, like with people just being like, it's a no because it's a no. I don't have to explain yeah. myself to you, but oh, it's, it's not a- the right decision for me. Even literally 20 minutes before we've jumped on this recording, mm. I, and this does sound very woo-woo, <laughs> but I asked a crystal pendulum a yes or no question about whether I approach a certain client or not. And I asked for about three different clients and it was like, yes for two, no for one. And a friend of mine was like, well, why don't you ask the, you know, the third one? I was like, well, the crystal said no. So it's a no. And it's as simple as that. I'm not going to go back and second guess it. I'm like, there's a reason, whatever, if it's in my subconscious and my subconscious is changing the Mm -hmm. crystal or whether it's the universe, the spirits, whatever is making that a no, that's a no. That's protecting me from whatever is behind that. If I say it's a yes for you yeah. know against it so yeah it's it's definitely it doesn't ever have to be something with a tool either and it's like just because I specifically have seen spirit or feel like I you know can have full-on conversations with spirit it's it doesn't ever have to be that grand as it mm. were it can be something so subtle just of like this instant reaction that's a no and then you second guess yourself and you're like well let me make it a yes in your head mm-hmm. it's like, that's the that's the difference between intuition and ego yeah the intuition is subtle quiet and it's just moves through your mind very softly whereas the ego aspect um although i hate the term ego it's overused now but it's Mm. it still is there and it's protecting us and it's like no no but we can do this we can do that it's it's yeah it's louder it's brash um so it yeah never has to be something as as extreme as using a pendulum or tarot cards to get the answer. It can literally just be ask yourself a question. What is the first immediate instinct and running with it? Yeah. Instincts. It's a hundred percent. Even when I think of like, we think of like normal situations where you meet someone and you get a gut feeling. I think everybody's got that person where they say, Oh, she's a good judge of character. He's a good judge of character. 
that's why you see that person a good judge of character but you could also be that if you actually listen to the feeling in the pit of your stomach yeah when certain things take place you know even when you think about relationships with people you have that gut feeling and like one of the sort of tools that I learned last year around kind of tapping into that was like a a body scan Mm -hmm. but it's like connected to a thing so if I want to do something in my business or in my life I sit with my actual body and think how does this feel for me in terms of my energy do I feel excited do I feel passionate about it do I have a clear vision for it does it like feel like it's calling me like do I feel drawn to it or am I forcing the thing and like asking yourself those questions but actually checking in on how it feels like are you tapping your foot like a loon like are you like what's what's happening here do you feel like you're going to throw up when somebody mentions the possibility of this thing like and again these are just ways that you're able to just understand and sort of for me it's a way of making things easier like if you put it all together you can layer it with your values you can layer it with your past experiences layer it with all that stuff so that you can continue to move through life in a way that is basically peaceful yeah like when you made that decision you were just like eh, cool it's done decision's fine I can crack on yeah yeah you don't have to doubt yourself you don't have to ask the questions over and over again but what if what if what if what if it's like yeah. line draw next like what else what else have we got yeah and um the body scan is a great one um I mean I first learned body scanning when I learned more with regards to Reiki so it's slightly different because you're picking up energy that needs clearing um so it can be associated with stuff that's like a lot older um but it's something that I it was the same thing like with the tapping of the feet or there would be certain things and I now use that within when I'm reading other people so with like tarot I'll find that I'll be drawing something with my finger on the table um as an example there was an awkward situation where I I realized that someone's partner had there was three there was three in the relationship let's say and I was just drawing a triangle on the table and I looked down and I was like why am I drawing a triangle on the table and she's like oh yeah no I I I know he's seeing someone else and it's like okay so it's just stuff like that. It's like, it, but we can use that for ourselves. Like, what are you doing? Are you like holding onto your ear? Like, are you holding onto your ears? Because it means you're not listening. Like if you're, you know, scratching at your earlobe kind of thing, it's like there's something with your ear. You're not listening to something that you need to be listening to. Mm. So it's definitely like those little subtle signs in how you, how your body basically transforms the information that you need to know it's the the universe is trying to communicate to us all the time but we speak different languages so it's trying to bridge what is our human language and what is energetic language so it's trying to work out what your signs are what your messages are and how your body transmutes that information so if you are someone that is fidgety and doodles a lot or you know it's like start looking at that what is that what what does that stem from and how can it benefit you because you can use it to your advantage 100 and it's like oh there's just so many parallels and i think this is the thing where i i'm excited to have this episode because we're friends um but just excited to have this episode because there's so many there's so many misconceptions about what it is like for you it's a pendulum for me it's prayer but Mm -hmm. The core thing is that there's some thing, body, being trying to communicate with us to let us know what the deal is, to, to warn us of 
of, of things to guide us to make our path smooth where it feels really rough. And, um, you know, I say this understanding that some people listening may be atheists and that's cool. Like, like whatever floats your boat, that sounds really fickle, but it literally is that like we find our own ways to move through this world. And as long as it's working for you, that's all I care about. Yeah. But it's such a powerful concept to understand that we don't have to make this as hard as we do by leaning on a hundred percent ego. And that because a lot of the time, sometimes other things will step into that space. That's where we find ourselves in overly codependent relationships. That's where we find ourselves working, working with maybe a coach that we've then turned into our guru and we can't make a decision without consulting this other person. Therefore essentially silencing our own inner voice silencing our own intuition because we don't think it's valid we don't think it's real we don't think it's good enough and then that gets us into trouble and for me um both as a human but also as a coach that's the thing that gets me that's the thing that I'm just like no you can do it you have it within you 100% and I say this all the time and it's not necessarily the best business model but for my tarot clients I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would rather instill the power into them of how they can make their own choices and Mm -hmm. how they can do this exact same thing that I'm doing for them. And it's like, yes, that might mean that they're not necessarily going to come back. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. Because if I have people that are just relying on me to answer their questions continuously, Mm -hmm. they're not evolving and they're not growing. And that doesn't sit right with me. I'm not here to just take your money because you want to know absolutely everything Everything. every single day. It's like, how about just step out? Like I've, I've I've answered your questions. So just be brave, like, and take a chance and listen to what you already know. Because uh-huh. most of the time with tarot sessions or Reiki sessions, I'm addressing things that people already know. They mm-hmm. already know it. They already have the answer. They've just doubted that answer. And then yeah. I come through and I'm like, yeah, A, B, C. And they're like, I knew that. I knew that. I just didn't, I just wasn't listening. Yeah. So, yeah. It's very much about that, like empowering. It's like, don't forget, you always have the answers yourself. Like no. nobody can tell you. Like a coach, a guru, a complete psychic medium, nobody can tell you stuff that you don't already know. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting because that's that's such a huge commonality between what we both do, where people kind of come to us to be for it to be a window, right? They come to us to see us and to ask us questions, right? Almost think of the window in like a bank. That kind of window where it's just like, hey, here's the stuff. Can you just do that for me and do that and then give me back the slip with like my next step? But our calling and our purpose is actually just to hold up a mirror. Yeah. But I'm just holding the mirror. This is already there. Like you are still you. You were you before you walked up to this 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 pane of glass. And I've just reflected it back to just show you what you already know, what you already see, what's always been there. And I think that's something that takes a lot for people to get used to because they're not used to having that mirror. They're not used to having that challenge or having that, yeah, having that reflection. So many times in a coaching session, I'm like, so I'm just going to take a moment then because you've been using this word throughout the conversation. What do you think that's about? And they're like, oh, did I? Well, your body, you know, you're picking up on things and just reflecting back. And they go, oh, oh, maybe that's that. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. It's, um, you know, there's sometimes things that people don't want to address and there's also they want to deflect the responsibility of making a choice because people are scared sometimes to step out of their comfort zone. Um, we get so attached to things and that is another big thing with regards to like intuition and connecting. It's like remembering that things aren't meant to be attached to nothing, not anything, not people, not things. Um, and it's, it's, I think part of what we do is that it's like, we give people the confidence in different ways to completely detach from what they already know and mm. start to move towards something else. And that is part of what intuition is like trusting your intuition means that you can trust that you can detach from one thing and move on to another. Yeah. I'm going to turn you into a bit of a glossary because I'm wary that we've been using language that might, we might need to put <laughs> in the beginning on. So spirit, Reiki, tarot, what are those? Okay. So um, spirit kind of is a, is a broad term because mm -hmm. most people use it slightly differently. Um, I think a typical version for spirit, people think of ghosts. And there is the dog shaking. Um, so people think of ghosts when they when I say spirit. Um, for me personally, I consider spirit um, basically any energy body that is outside of physical earth. So anything that could be under that umbrella would be past loved ones. Um, so ancestors that we might not even be aware of that are essentially their energy body is helping us in this lifetime, as well as our spirit guides. Um, uh, there's also like archangels, which are obviously associated typically with a lot of religion. Um, so anything or even just like things like Buddha and Jesus, they are like they're in that as well for me. Mm -hmm. So I branch it all together just as terminology, um, yeah. but it's all energy that is around us that we can tap into in a second. Um, and that is how I personally receive communication. Um, so yeah, it's quite a broad term when I use it, but I believe we've all got like a squad and it's made up of a whole bunch of them. And I love my spirit team. Like they are hilarious. Um, they make jokes to me all the time. They mock me all the time. Like it's, it's great fun. Once you know that they're there and they're laughing at you, just never forget that the universe does have a sense of humor. 100%. So when something happens and you're like, this is stupid, like they're, they're just laughing at you. They're, they're just having a joke and they just want you to lighten the mood. So, um, yeah, so that is what I term for spirit. Um, Reiki is a energy healing technique. Um, it originates from Japan. There are multiple different techniques that I think are all very, very similar in my own personal opinion. Um, mm -hmm. But Reiki is very much about moving energy through your body. Um, and it's very important to know as well that Reiki energy is a thing itself. It's not something that I personally possess, but I can channel it. So it's not, I am not Reiki. I'm not the one that has this magical power that can do the healing, but I have the ability to channel it and see where it goes and know and, and receive the messages that come through with it. Um, but there are similar, there's like people who do what is just called spiritual healing, which is very much the same. You're just sort of tapping into spirits, energy, archangels and energy to clear and things like crystal energy as well. A lot of people are really into crystals and have them dotted around their house, but you can use it in the same way by like placing them on you. And it does the same thing. It's just all about moving and transmuting energy. Um, mm -hmm. so it just clears away anything that doesn't need to be there. Um, 
tarot. So again, so tarot is um, a lot has changed with tarot over the years and especially more so recently because you've also got um, oracle cards as well. But tarot is originally a deck of cards that have specific messages attributed to each card. Um, and tarot readers are able to read the cards that come out around a question that is specifically that you have asked. So like what I ask on a daily basis, what do I need to know today? So even so before this, this recording, I've said, well, what kind of things do I need to know? And it's given me a card that would represent like coming from a place of like from my heart and just being open and honest. And also it's given me the judgment card, which is just like releasing any judgment of what I say and just going with the flow. So it's nice sort of typically positive messages. I think people have this idea that there's negative stuff in there because there is a card that is called the devil card and there is the card that is the death card. But both of those are actually attributed. So the death card, for example, is a positive card in my mind because it represents the end of a cycle and the beginning of a new one. Mm. People have these ideas that it's like, it's a negative thing and they see that card come out and they'll panic. And it's like, it's nothing to do with that. It's just giving the reader a picture of what's mm -hmm. going on in your life energetically right now. And so that they can sort of validate what's going on for you and explain potentially the next steps that you can take. And those are the steps that I say that people already know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for walking with us through this glossary. Um, <laughs> because again, you know, there's a point at some point, everything that we know now was new to us. 100%. So I, I always want to make sure that this is a space where people can find something completely new and we can start from the beginning yeah, um, and then kind of go along the journey together for sure. Um, and just in terms of, I guess, your career. So how long have you been working with people in this way, right? So from that one experience that changed your life. <laughs> Um, so from the point that I realized like, okay, there is, there is way more to this. It took a while, if I'm honest, because I, I didn't know that. I mean, I was told from then and everybody, every psychic tarot reader, healer that I interacted with from day one was like, you'll do this one day. And at that time, I'm like, nah, sure. <laughs> I was just not interested. I was just like, I'm not, I was quite like, I'm quite an introvert at heart. Um, so it was never like, I never really wanted to overly put myself out there with people as well. Um, but I was doing stuff for friends because I was doing stuff for myself and I was getting things right for myself. So friends and family sort of would be interested. So it kind of started that way. And I, I kind of just kept it under, under wraps. There was people in my life that had no idea that I was doing it like mm -hmm. at all. Um, and then I had a bit of an experience when I went to Thailand who doesn't. Right. Um, but I went and I worked at an animal, um, animal rescue center for a little while and yeah. the whole energy there was it just completely changed me and again I encountered people who said the same thing they're like you're you know you're you're connected and you're an energy healer and you, you've got psychic abilities and and at the time I'm just like yeah I kind of know and I think that was the first time that I'd admitted it to other people of like what I yeah. do like especially strangers because that was always I get to be new <laughs> <laughs> you don't know UK Julie yeah I was like, yeah, I'm Thailand, Julie. I am a psychic. Hi. <laughs> like, 
but I, I mean, I've always had an affinity with animals as well. Um, so, I mean, that was so powerful for me. I went there specifically to work with elephants, um, but I found that I was radiating towards the dogs and I was off out feeding the stray dogs around the, the sanctuary and bits and pieces like that. And it was, um, it really made me realize that I need to do something to help animals. And I actually started my journey properly working with animals. So I learned to be a Reiki practitioner strictly for animals. Um, and I was adamant, I'm never going to work with people. I don't want to work with people. I don't, I had it, it was just set in my mind, like, no, not working with people. Um, I was like, people are too peopley. I don't want to do this. Let me work with the animals. They just give you a cuddle and they appreciate the energy. Um, I also think that it was the right route to take because it's harder to do this kind of work with animals because they can't valid, they can't turn around and validate to you. Yes, that felt great. Yes, what you're saying is true. But you, so you had to look for signs that they were enjoying it or healing or, you know, and stuff like that. And the amount of stories that I have, I'm, I'm definitely going to be writing a book about some of the experiences I've had. Well, this is my thing. I kind of, my instinct was kind of like, why would I get Reiki for my pet? But then I think of all the times that I've met people's dogs and they've kind of given the disclaimer. Oh, don't mind her. She starts off quite standoffish because of her experiences in the shelter or, you know, she had quite a traumatic experience before she came to us. So she always that has that nervous tick or, you know, this is her trigger word or don't ever do this to her because we find it brings back memories of her past yeah. owner or whatever. Um, so that's what comes to mind for me. But it, like, is that? Yeah, yeah, essentially, it's, it is. It's like deal, dealing with certain anxieties. There's they they're the same as us. They have build up in their bodies that will be linked to past experiences, and you have to think of. I think of like dogs as young children who can't express themselves um, because they've essentially got the mind. So, a dog is like three or four years old in human terms like mentally as a, as a so a young child like really innocent doesn't understand things and you can't explain things to them or make things better so they harbor that energy inside them they like like the memories or you know like traumatic experiences especially um so yeah I've done work where I've reached out to um shelters and and done work like helping that way and bits and pieces like that and I, I set up a whole business behind it I had products I had like so I handmade specific oils for relaxation for dogs and like healing balms for their paws and I had all of these things it was like I loved it absolutely loved it um and I was at some of the biggest shows I was like linked to um a show that's linked with um crufts um mm -hmm. and then there was like the mind body spirit show as well which is one of the biggest um holistic yeah expo event yeah. experience things yeah so, yeah I mean it was fantastic and I, I think that also then opened me up to connecting to people because I realized like even to do this as a business you have to be able to promote yourself like as much as it's like they're coming to you for the healing they're still coming to you because they resonate with you and they trust you so once I'd realized that I was putting myself out there that way I sort of came to the decision so this would have been the end, by the end of 2019, I was like, right, I need to do stuff with people so people know who I am and then they realize that they can trust me and then I can help with their animals more. Um, and that just completely opened the door to what I'm doing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You thought you were just going 
through the people to the dog. But the yeah, people no. are always like, nope, stay here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. And it's, yeah, so then it was, that was what kind of opened up everything as well. So it was like, again, I sort of thought I'll just do healing stuff. And it's, yeah, it's, it's not so much just the healing stuff. It's the tarot, the coaching, the membership, the whole lot. It's like here, here is all of my knowledge just in many different forms. Different forms. Yeah. And I love that though, because that's how we met for those who are listening. I met Julie, um, we met on Instagram and then she joined my side hustle school. Mm -hmm. Um, And you were just so much like, I'm showing up here to serve and I'm just going to do that in various containers because I know people are unique. Some people want that like one-to-one experience. Some people want to learn more about it. And you were just, I love the fact that you were just, you were just showing up. Like that's what it was about for you. So regardless of what it looked like, it was just like, I'm going to put this thing together, see how it goes, get the feedback and then just see what my community needs from me next. And I absolutely love that. And I wish more people led with that when it came to starting their businesses, as opposed to, I guess, the more or the less curious side, because that's what it was. It was like a, so I've been doing this, but feel like I should be trying this. I'm going to try it. And I'm just going to be open with people, be like, this didn't quite work. I don't even like doing this anymore. So I'm going to pull this back. Um, and just watching you take that experimental journey, I think was just so inspiring for me to see because that's how I built my business. It's still me at the core, but there's some stuff that I used to do that I don't do anymore. And I can explain to people fully why past services don't exist in the same way that I can explain to people why what's next is next, if that makes sense, because it's just so intentional. And I think people often muddy the fact that or or get confused with the idea that you can be intentional and still change your mind when people think intentional they think so you're going to stick with it for a year right and I'm just like I'm not making anybody those promises I think the only person that I've made that promise to is um the people within the career clubhouse membership because there is an annual package so it's like I'm gonna be here for at least a year. We're gonna do this thing. We're gonna see how it's rolling out. But everything else, it's like, no, like life is subject to change. So it's fine for my business to be subject to change and evolving. And I think when we get so stuck on, like, if I do this, like, if I put this website up, me, it's the end thing. And like, I can't go back to people and be like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. What's that? And then that holds people back from trying in the first place because then yeah. they're just like, oh, the pressure. Yeah. Maybe this entrepreneur stuff isn't for me. Maybe I shouldn't help people. I shouldn't serve. I shouldn't. Oh, it's just so much. Yeah. One of the biggest things that comes up for me in tarot sessions and with clients all the time is that you don't need to see the end of the path. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's your intuition starts you on the path. And I think especially in business, everyone's like, I need to see how it's going to look. I need to know that there's going to be this many people and that I do this each week and, and everything has to tick mm-hmm. the boxes and, and everything. And it's like, you don't need to do that because life will get in the way. 100% whether that's universe forcing you to move to a different path or COVID coming, you know, look how quickly we had to pivot like completely. Oh, yeah. I had so many events planned for in-person. I was ready to launch this like monthly meditation that was like, I was going to bring these crystals in Crystal Palace as well. And so I'd set up and I'd like put out all these flyers and literally we went into lockdown just before the first Sunday that I was supposed to do it. 
And it's like, okay, cool. And I've, you know, I we've not been able to do anything in person. It's like, okay, so how do I then pivot that and bring it to something else? And it's like, okay, the membership was created or like, mm-hmm. so I've got an education library that people can pay for. And it's like, there's other ways of doing things. Like we just don't need to see the end of the path. We just have to keep walking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, speaking of that path, what is your career teaching you right now? Right now, it's really highlighting that I don't have control and that it's okay not to have control. Um, There have been things where 100%, I think that the universe and spirit have completely altered my path. My life today looks completely different to what it did a month ago, six months ago, a year ago. Like it is transformed so much and releasing that is one of the, 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 the best things that I have ever done. As someone that has suffered from anxiety, like I've diagnosed generalized anxiety, really sort of a high strung, stressy person at times, which again, doesn't fit the stereotype. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, because I'm very driven and must get things done and I'm very logical. So I yeah. need to understand everything at all times. So it's 100% my whole career is teaching me that you just have to release and just go with it and enjoy it as much as you can and just find pleasure in the smallest thing and hold on to that because what you find pleasure and joy in as well is like is something that is completely to your core um so even simple pleasures of like fresh bedding on like fresh linen on the bed stuff like that I hold on to so tightly because I'm like I know that this is never going to change like the universe (laughs) can't take this joy away from me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so the fact that things are just ever-changing and things look so different but really and truly we're always okay we're always guided protected and strong enough to deal with absolutely everything that that comes our way and that's exactly what I've been taught right now oh love it I'm learning from what your career is teaching you for sure. <laughs> right. It's a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so where can people find you and join you on this journey? Um, hear more about you know, how you're showing up, serving, ex- experimenting and just kind of moving through. My main platform is um, Instagram. I am there and that's at soul underscore focus UK. So I can be found there. Otherwise, my website, which is soul-focus.co.uk. And from there, you can um, look into whether you want to connect to the universe with me, which is things like Reiki and tarot, or whether you want to be using the universe to connect to yourself, which is all my other good stuff. So coaching, workshop kits and the membership and all of that exciting stuff. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your journey, your insights, your glossary with us today. Thank you very much for having me. It's been so much fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Phenomenal Career Podcast, where you hear the how, why, and what it takes to build a career that stands out. Don't forget to leave a review and reach out on social media to let us know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Did you also know you can work with me to create your own phenomenal career through coaching in the Career Clubhouse? You can even invite me to work with your whole team through group coaching and interactive workshops. 
check the links in the show notes for more info as ever i wish you nothing less than a phenomenal career